hey photographer, welcome to the Bookmark Clients Photography Podcast. Do you want to learn how to market your business and have consistent bookings? Do you search for how to get your name out there and attract quality clients? Do you feel lonely and frustrated when you scroll through social media and comparison takes over again? Hey, I'm Brooke Jefferson. I too was trying to build my photography business while working a full-time job and trying to be an intentional wife and mama of two. I wanted to feel confident in my work, have a fully booked calendar, and grow my photography business from part-time to full-time so I could leave my teaching job and have more freedom with my family. But I believed that I wasn't good enough and couldn't do it in the mama cracks of my day, which kept me stuck for far too long. I finally decided to take matters into my own hands by getting out of my own way, investing in mentors, and not being afraid to fail forward. You don't have to stay stuck trying to figure it all out. I teach you how to build a profitable photography business through business tips, marketing strategies, and mindset tools. Charge your camera batteries and grab your coffee. It's time to ditch the excuses and book more clients. Hello, hello. So glad you're here. You are in for a treat with today's guest. I'm bringing Rachel Traxler on and we're diving into all the things about faith. It's a really, really good conversation and I know you're just going to love it. But before we get there, I wanted to let you know that right now is one of the best times for you to really focus on getting a clear strategy in place for your photography business, specifically with the back end and the marketing to make sure that you have a solid plan that's not having you waste your time, run around all over the place. You need a plan to where you know how you're spending your time when you're working on your business, using marketing strategies that are unique and specific to you, your goals, your business, and so that your photography business does result in booking more clients, but it's also giving you more time freedom and more financial freedom. So if you are like, yes, I need this, then you're in the perfect place to do one-on-one coaching with me. I do this a few times a year. I open up spots on my calendar where you and I, we can either do a 60-minute deep intensive dive into your business through Zoom. So we'll hop on, we'll see each other's face, and we'll dive into the topics in your business that you really want to dive into. Or you can sign up to do multiple coaching calls with me so that I can really push you, hold you accountable, and strategize for your business and your goals. So if you're looking for a photography mentor and a coach that knows what she's talking about and has helped hundreds of other photographers in their business, look no further. It's me. I'm so excited to work with you. Just send me an email, brooke at brookejefferson.com. Let me know that you're interested in coaching and we will talk a little bit more, get a little more clear on what you're looking for. And then I can present all of the information to you and get you on my calendar. I do have a few dates available for February, March, and April. And then things start to get a little busier after that. So I can't wait to work with you. So email me if you're interested in that coaching and let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to my conversation with Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here today to talk about 
all things faith, really. But before we get to all the good stuff, tell us who you are and what you do. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Brooke, for having me here. I'm really excited for this episode. But yes, I am Rachel Traxler. I am a Wisconsin wedding photographer and also photography business coach. So I still do both. I still love doing both. And being able to manage and juggle that's a huge blessing. And so as I am kind of like cutting back on weddings, I still am loving to teach and grow and coach other photographers how to do that too. I love that. Yes, I am still actively shooting with the with a local business much less than I used to but I'm very much still in the field and then my heart and passion just like you is is really equipping other photographers in the industry and I love meeting other educators truly I know people like to think that our industry is saturated but I really don't think that there's enough educators out there cuz we're all so different <laughs> so yeah so I, different I, I know. And it's like, and, and everyone, even like wedding photographers thinks like it's oversaturated market, but it's like, everyone is so different and everyone's approaches and methods are so different that like someone might need what you have to offer and doesn't really resonate with, with what I have to offer, or how I teach. And it's just, everyone's so vastly different. And so that's the, the beauty of it. And everyone has different opinions with things. And I agree. It's, it doesn't, it's not oversaturated at all in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And I always like to take it back, even just for photographers. That's like the number one complaint. My area is saturated, but I always like to take it back to the point of capacity. Do you really have the capacity to take on 20,000 people in the nearest city? I highly doubt it. And most of us are not even trying to get 300 clients a year. Like that's a lot. So I think we always need to look at it from the capacity angle because regardless if you're in the education space or you're in the photography space, my capacity is not that much. And so I like to keep that in mind too. Like I just need X amount of people and they will have hit my financial goal. You know what I mean? So anyway, exactly. plenty <laughs> to go around. <laughs> yes, there is. So yes, love the side tangent, but I had to bring that up just because that kind of like, that came to my mind for sure. But I'm curious, how did you get started in, in photography? Oh my goodness. I love this story because I always obviously like I liked photography, but I always wanted to keep it part-time. Like I never, ever wanted to go full-time with photography. It was my goal intention to not, because I only wanted maybe a max of like 10 weddings a year while I worked my full job. I worked in the cancer center at the Mayo Clinic. And so I was working with cancer patients in the medical field. And I just... I valued my social time and my family time <laughs> that point in my life that I didn't want to be working every weekend, but something with my job in the medical field in the cancer center just started to go downhill and just not feel right for me while my photography was really picking up. And this is, I love talking about this story and especially with today's topic, because this is where like my faith was really starting to like be, in, you know, infused in my business. And it always has been, you know, a huge part of my life, but it was just one of those things where God was just calling me to like, to take, you know, photography full time. And I have, it was probably like the most clarity I've ever had in my life that this was the path that I was supposed to go on, but not from me. Like that wasn't my plan. It was just like, I was almost just being told that this is what I need to do. And so I always say like, God definitely put me down that path. And I 
it was plans that he had for me that I did not have for myself. Um, and then, you know, my husband was even like inspiring me, like, you should just do it. Just take the leap of faith and just go for it. And so he's also the one that really inspired me to do that too. And so I did, I went full-time photography. I did not have a plan B. I actually went into full-time photography with the intention and plan of that I wasn't going to be full-time. So I turned down a lot of work that year. I did not have a full calendar because I wasn't going to go full-time. So it's not like I waited till like I matched my salary or I had this plan. It just was like put on my heart that I just have to do this. <laughs> and I just went for it. Did not have a plan B. I did not look back and just knew I had to make it work. But I always say it's really funny because it was a plan that I didn't have for myself. <laughs> so yeah. um, oh that's my kind of a little bit background. Yeah, that's that's incredible. That's truly the definition of taking a leap of faith. Truly. I yeah. love that story. And I also love that you and I both knew that God called us to this. And for a really long time, even in my own story, because I was I was teaching, I went to college to get my teaching degree and then try to get in the field and hated it. Honestly, like I did not enjoy it one bit. I think that our education system is so broken and there's just so much that needs to be fixed. But I just knew that that call was on my life and it was kind of just like a a one day like let me just show you what's possible and I just started running after it. And so I did take the time to obviously prep a plan, get out of education. My husband encouraged me like you can quit today if you want and I'm like, "No, I have to fulfill my contract." But mm-hmm. I I very much like we have that in common. I had to take that leap of faith. I wasn't guaranteed my clients. I mean, I had a few on the books, but I was leaving at the end of the springtime hoping to have a, you know, huge successful summer and fall season. And I've never looked back. Like, it's just crazy to think the things that used to scare us, we've overcome that. And looking back, we're like, that is just wild, wild how it all worked out. But (laughs) yeah. And honestly too, and what's weird for me too, is at first I was scared to almost like tell my boss I was leaving and say, oh yeah, I'm leaving my really solid and stable job in the medical field to go be a photographer. Like it was kind of like, I felt silly saying it out loud. But once I made that transition, the funny thing is I just had this calming peace about it. Like I was never, I was never like too worried about it. I kind of just knew that like God had me. I knew that this was the plan and I was so comfortable and confident. And like, I was doing what I was called to do that. I was kind of like, oddly at peace with it at first. And and you know what I mean? As I transitioned into it right away, it was really scary to like make that transition and tell people that was terrifying. But then once it happened, I was like, this is just what I was supposed to be doing. It just felt so right. So it's, it's wild how that happens. I love it though. Such, such a good story, a cool testimony that you have. And, and here we are, which is so crazy. Here so, we are. <laughs> here we are. So at what point did you in your photography journey, I know you kind of wrestled with the, I'm not going to do this full time. And, and then you probably ended up doing that. At what point did you decide, Hey, I really want to step into the education side of this thing and, and help some other photographers out. What did that look like for you? Yeah. Yeah. I love this because I've always been the type of person and people have always told me my whole life that like I've always been willing to help 
like the next person in line type of like that's kind of how I've always been to like other people and it's really funny because I've just I think I've always had that instinct and I've always wanted to help that next person in line type of mentality no matter what that is in my life and what area that applies to and very similarly to the way I transitioned into photography I just knew from there, I just had to trust what I was being called to do. And I felt like this was the next thing that I was that, you know, he was calling me to do this. And I was even like, I'm not I don't like you have a teaching degree like this was like a teaching like what you want to do. I didn't have that necessarily. I've always loved helping other people, but it's not like, oh, yeah, I was going to be a teacher. And now in this, what makes, you know, it makes sense and is very aligned. But I it just kind of felt right for me. And I felt that push to make that transition. And let me tell you, that transition was hard for me because not knowing what to do and then also feeling like, okay, now I'm going to all send up two different audiences. Like I'm going to have wedding clients and then photographers. And like, how do I speak to these two different audiences? And does that make things confusing? How do I go about it? And so it was a really tricky transition, I would say at first to figure that out and navigate that. And then I think once I stepped into just the fullness and like mindset of being like, I'm lucky I get to serve two different types of clients and like two different types of audiences. And also wedding clients might look at me as more, you know, I know more because I'm also teaching people. It's like, I'm doing this for you and I'm also teaching other people to do. So I know that I know what I'm doing type of thing and switching that mindset about it too. But that was a hard transition. But once I made that transition, it was like, why didn't I do that earlier? (laughs) Like this is, you know, it makes sense now. And it's just been a lot easier to navigate. I think I cannot relate more to like everything that you said. Cause I'm like, yep, (laughs) felt that did that. That's exactly what it feels like because we do, we have two different audiences and one of the things that you always hear is you need to make sure you know who you're speaking to and you can't speak to multiple things. And so it's just so hard, especially with us, because I feel like our industry is very unique in this way of being the service provider, but also being the educator. And so we have to just you kind of have to take it day by day and eventually figure out what works best for you. And I promise you, I have tried all the things as I'm sure you did too. And eventually we found our groove, which I just love. And, you know, the way that you had said, I've always been the person to help some, like the next person in line. I mean, very much so me as well, but you can see these gifts in each of us, the way that we are. I mean, that's really the best way to explain it is we were born this way. And so, of course, God had a plan to use, you know, our our strengths and, you know, these unique gifts and, and the way that we do it also is unique. And so it's just so cool to see how it plays out. Like, it is so cool. And we've already touched a little bit on faith, but I'm really excited to, to dive into this conversation because I have a lot of people that are like, I just want to know how can I be more bold about my faith? Like it's, it's really intimidating and it's really scary. And how did you just start doing it? And I have to remember because the place I'm sitting in now with how bold and open I am about my faith, that was not me two, three, four years ago. And it's hard for me to remember that because I've always 
truly been a Christian my whole life. Um, I truly found Jesus when I was 10 at a summer camp and my life was just drastically changed at that point. Uh, Of course, I went through the teenage years and, you know, rebelled and came back and all the things that were not here for my testimony, but I just wanted to give, you know, kind of that background there. But I feel like I've always been open about being a Christian and having conversations, but I was never so confident to be bold and not almost not care what other people think, not in an arrogance way, but in a this truly these are my values and I will stand on them until the day that I die type situation. And so I know that can be intimidating. So I'm curious, we're asked all the time questions like these. Do you ever get asked questions from your audience or or photographers that ask you like, how can you be like so open about your faith or thank you so much? Like, this is why I'm following you. Do you ever get that on your end? Yeah. And first off, I want to say like our testimonies are very similar and I relate to everything that you just said too, which is really exciting just to have like a conversation about that. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, I've always been a Christian, but I have grown so much in my faith, even, even within the last like two or three years, I would say I've really grown. And so it's something I've always been. And I think since day one, starting my photography business and like going full time, I've always said it's already, it's always kind of been a part of my story and like my photography story of like, this was God's plan for me. It wasn't my own, like kind of how I talked about earlier. And so it's always kind of been a foundation of mine. So I've always kind of talked about it, but I feel like since my faith has grown even stronger in the last few years that I have been able to be a little bit more bold about it too. And like just more confident, I think. And just, I think before it wasn't that I wasn't so, you know, as you know, strong in my faith, I think it was just like a confidence factor of like, am I saying the wrong thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? Am I making people feel uncomfortable? Like, what does that look like? Because now I think I just have more confidence because I get more so not as many questions, but more so just like, thank you. Or like, that's why I'm drawn to you. Um, I know a lot of like my clients and like my students too, they're like, this is why I was drawn to you. Like, this is, I feel like really connected to you. Or like, I was like answered prayers of like finding something that they needed. And what's really cool about that is I feel like the more open I am about it and just the more I talk about it is that it's like that connection piece with my clients and my students and we can talk about it. They can feel more comfortable about it and we can kind of just like embrace and celebrate that together too, which just makes everything so much more fun, especially on a wedding day, especially with like, you know, teaching people and being like an educator that way. And so I think it's more of just a connection piece that people like thank me and also feel more connected to me because we do share that same value. That is so encouraging. And I hear all the same things and it always brings me back to, you know, well done, good and faithful servant. I think about that every time because I wake up. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Yes. I just go back to that every day because it's truly like, yes, we're running a business. We are trying to make sales. We are trying to make money. But I also know that, you know, this is true for me as I'm sure it is for you. I wake up every day and I'm like, I just want to impact people. In fact, there is one girl who has, I've kind of been in her world for several years and she was very much like, lost in the new age and didn't really have a relationship with Jesus. And, you know, I watched her just like struggle so hard with herself and and all these things. And it was probably a year ago now, I think she, she even said like, you were a huge part 
of your journey, just like watching the things that you shared and talked about through social media, which is crazy to me that Instagram can bring people to Jesus. Like it just like blows my mind, but to really just bring that back to the impact. It's so amazing to have a business that yes, provides for you financially, but also like you're winning souls for Jesus. And like, I just don't think that there's anything better than being able to have both of those things. So I just, I had to bring that because that's my favorite. It's my favorite scripture to think about. (laughs) And I love that you said that because I always think the same thing. I'm like, what good am I doing if like, I want to feel good about this too, of like how I'm doing this. And yes, I always think about that so much too. And I think that's why it's easier for me to focus on serving and just knowing that God will provide after that. And as long as I can put like serving first and whether that be serving my husband, serving my family, serving obviously my clients and my students. And the more I can put that first, I know that God's going to provide after that. And so I think that's where people, you know, if they ask like, oh, how do you do this? Or how, how is, you know, selling feel, you know, easy or something like that. It's like, cause I don't think of it that way. I think of it as serving and that's what comes natural for me, especially with like making content on, on Instagram or online. It's like, I feel almost my comfort zone is serving and educating versus like making it personal or about me. Like I just like to serve other people. And I think that's like my comfort zone of like content and stuff on social media. And I love that you said it too. Like, Instagram, for example, like you were just saying, we have so much power in what the the content that we're providing and it can make an impact. So it's no matter who you are, I think that's such a good reminder what you said, Brooke. It's like people, if you think you're not making an impact on people, you're so wrong. Like you absolutely can, no matter what that looks like. And the fact that you are able to do that through Instagram, like we said, it's such a powerful thing. It's powerful too, especially in today's age, because it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So on on the flip side, I know we talked about like we we kind of have stepped into our own about being more bold and having a little more confidence. And again, I don't think that because you you do or you don't share your faith, I don't think that's an indication by any means of like your relationship with God. And for some people, I, I don't think it's necessary either to show your faith in your business if you truly don't want to. And so I want them to hear me say that. But I also like, how do we start encouraging people who are like, I these are my values and there are things I've seen or maybe even an Instagram post I've wanted to share because it had truth in it, but I couldn't because I was so scared that I was going to offend someone. How can they start to take baby step actions, if you will, about just being a little more bold about their values and what they truly care about. Yeah. And you know, it's hard. And I always say the same thing, same thing goes for like in today's world with like politics and stuff like that. It's like, if you don't want to share your views on that, you do not have to. Like nobody is, I know that it's, it's, there's a lot of pressure in today's world and like where we're at today to like say where we stand with things. And I just, my opinion on that, I've never actually talked about this. So I hope it's okay that I'm talking about, but like, I don't think any, you don't have to share and you, what you, where you are with things. And if that makes you feel uncomfortable or maybe you just don't know enough or whatever. And same thing, like you were just saying, Brooke, it's like, just because someone's not sharing about their faith in their business doesn't mean they're not a faithful Christian. Like that doesn't necessarily mean that either. So I love that you brought that up. But even if you wanted to just start infusing faith in your business, I mean, it's as small as just like you can start talking about it maybe in your messaging or your copy like on your website or even just start infusing it on like your Instagram stories or, you know, making like very subtle things of 
that, you know, maybe church was on your schedule for this weekend and that maybe, you know, you're praying for this or something like that, where it's not so much in your face, but you're also just kind of infusing and talking about it. And even in your Instagram, like content saying that, you know, like God is helping you with this and this is like, you felt led to this and stuff like that, where you're starting to talk about a little more. I think that's like, for me was the easiest way to start infusing it into my business that way. And it's not like all of a sudden you have to just start talking about it like to your clients and in person and all that stuff because that can seem intimidating and all that. But typically what I found is when you do start infusing it and talking about it just a little more, just like sprinkling it in, then your clients are going to start like recognizing that and using that as a connection point, even in person or even on the phone call that you have with them and start talking about it and start saying how they we're drawn to you because of that. And they value that. And we can talk about it in person. And then that way, like during the session too, it's like, you don't feel like you're walking on eggshells because you're like, I've already talked about this and put this out there. So they know where I stand. So you don't have to feel so uncomfortable. I would say that would just be like a really good starting point. There's so many ways you can do it too. Even like subtle things, like I was saying in your stories and stuff, like if I have something, maybe the the music I put with it will be worship music or something like that, where people can kind of pick up on it, but it's not so much, I don't know. It's just subtle sometimes too. Yes, it does. Makes complete sense. And those are really good practical examples. So I love that because they are very small things, but they can feel like really big steps in the beginning. And I think once you get comfortable with that, slowly and surely, like you can start, you know, being more bold, however that looks to you. If you want to have a conversation, if you want to share a little bit more of a controversial opinion, like you you definitely can. Now, one of the things that when I talk about this topic that people ask me is, okay, but what do you do when someone is offended? Or what if you lose a client because they don't share those values? You know, I, I kind of want to talk about that too, because the reality of the situation is this, you will. There will be people that are like, nope, but also we're in the business. And I always bring this up too, because when you are in business, you are always attracting and repelling people. Like you're not for everybody. You shouldn't be for everybody. And we don't say that in you know a judgmental negative way, but it's just you're naturally going to connect with certain people over others. We do this in friendships. We do this in relationships. Like this is just kind of the human way. And so I know it's natural to lose people and to have a client that maybe is like, no, okay, now that we know this, like we're probably never going to use you again. I don't know that it's ever been that extreme for me, but I do know that as you start sharing things, you're going to lose people. You're going to get unfollowed. You might even get a message or two here and there just kind of arguing with you or saying something about what you shared. Have A, have you ever experienced that? And B, what advice do you have when this happens? Yeah, I love this too. I have not personally had anybody like message me or I have not lost a client that I've already booked over it. I have not gotten to that point yet, but I think we're also, and that's just me personally, not saying that it hasn't happened for other people. And I also just think we are living in a time and it's only going to get worse and it's only going to get harder and it's only going to get harder for us to, you know, stand in our faith and stuff like that. But I also, I know I've had clients who do not have that. Like I know that I have had clients, but it also doesn't make me not connect with them in other ways and ways that I can. And it doesn't make me like them any less by any means. I actually think that's 
it's really cool. And I think it's motivating just if we have different views and values and stuff like that. I think that's that's perfectly fine. And maybe they are inspired by me. Maybe they don't necessarily agree with me that way, but that's okay. And maybe they will find faith at, at some point and maybe I'm a you know a stepping stone in their in their testimony who you just don't know and so it's not like I would ever you know not work with someone because of that and I would hope the same for clients with me that they wouldn't not work with me just because I am and so I think there's that but I also like I said I think it's just my advice for that is I think it's just going to get harder like in today's culture and all of that and there's just a lot of noise in the outside world so I think now more than ever is more mo- so important to just stand strong in our faith and be confident in that and to also just you know you it's okay to be bold and it's okay to do that and just knowing that if you have a client that doesn't share those values that again maybe it's a you know, you're a part of their journey and a part of their testimony. So don't let that, you know, draw you away from your faith, if that makes yes. sense. Yes. So two things, I was writing this down because I didn't want to forget, but you sharing your faith doesn't have to be a make it or break it situation, right? So just mm-hmm. because you're sharing your values isn't necessarily going to make your clients run for the hills or vice versa, you know? And so I just think it's, that's encouraging to know. And just to know, like, that's okay. You can share this just like people share Starbucks. Newsflash, I don't like Starbucks. I don't even drink coffee. You know what I mean? But it's not going to make me go, oh, got to stop unfollowing all these people because we don't agree on one thing. So I love that you said that. The other thing that I wanted to say really quickly too, was just because you are saying, hey, I'm a Christian. This is my faith. Or maybe it's something different. You're listening to this and you're inspired through your own, you know, values and beliefs, whatever that is. I think it's important too to understand that doesn't mean that you have to cut everybody else off. You're not here to just serve people who see it the way that you do. And that's what we're trying to empower you with is I will be honest, there has never been a situation that was just so awful for me, horrific since sharing my faith boldly. And at this time of recording, same for Rachel, that should be encouraging because we mm-hmm. we're in both spaces. We're in the photography client to client space, but we're also in the education space. And if both of us are freely sharing and, you know, nothing's really caught us off guard too bad yet, that should be really encouraging for a lot of you who are, I think we let fear stop us. Really, this comes down to fear, fear of what other people think, fear of what other people might say, fear that we might never get a client again because we shared our values or our beliefs. And so I hope that that at least is inspiring to someone to be like, okay, that's just fear talking. I want to show up and I, because I truly am aligned in my beliefs and my values. So any other thoughts on, on that particular topic? No, I love that. I love the point of just, it's not going to make or break anything. And if it does, like there's plenty of other opportunities too. So it's not like it's going to absolutely break your business. So I think that's, that's encouraging and can give you that extra confidence boost too, to know that you can do it and it's not going to make or break anything. So I love that. Yes. I, that's probably my favorite point of just being like, again, if the fear is talking, you can have confidence in stepping into like, it's not, it's not going to break your business. And 
of all things, just try it. If you feel good about it and it's something that you want to incorporate into your brand and your foundation, then keep going. And if you do it and you're still really uncomfortable with it and you don't want to share like to your Instagram stories or put it anywhere on your website, again, you don't have to. So I love that there's freedom on both sides here, whichever way you know, you want to go here. But for me, at this point of of who I am, it is just like a major pillar that I just can't not talk about it or stand up for things when I, I have a platform and I feel that God's really entrusted me with that platform. And so I use it to the absolute best of my ability to still be respectful, but sharing the truth. And so that's just kind of where I'm at in my unique journey. Yeah. Yeah. And same with me too. It's like I said, it's always been God's plan for me, not mine. It's been such a foundation since day one for me. I felt like it's a disservice for me not to, like not to share it and not to like talk about it that way. So I'm very similar with you. Yeah. I love that. Well, this has been super encouraging and empowering just to have an open conversation about faith and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I know that you too have a podcast, so I'd love for you to just go ahead and plug that here and then tell us any other ways that people can come connect with you or tell you what they loved about our episode together. Yeah. Well, thank you. I love that. And I also, like Brooke said, I have a podcast called The Gold Biz Podcast. And I actually had Brooke on a guest on the podcast. So if you haven't listened to Brooke's episode on The Gold Biz Podcast, you have to. It was a really good one. And then you can also just find me on Instagram at Rachel Traxler. And I think you can find anything you would need from there. And yeah, I always love when people reach out and DM me if any questions or if even if you just say you loved something an episode like it makes our day completely just to know that what we're putting out there too is helpful and impactful too. So my inbox is always open. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. You were such a joy to have on the show and I'm excited for them to get plugged into your podcast because I know it is just as resourceful as this one and honestly, you can't have too many podcasts. So, <laughs> thanks <Nope>. again. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brooke. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Book More Clients Photography Podcast. If you're loving the content, can you take just two minutes and do me the biggest favor? Share your love for the show by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share the show to your social media. I'm on a mission to transform our photography industry and the best way to reach others is to share the show. I'll catch you on the next episode.